12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Step right up, step right up. Boy, howdy do we have a cure for what ails ya. A miracle podcast from California, Death Rail, a rules-light, story-heavy Haunted West game from 12-Sided Stories, guaranteed to take away boredom in no time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. everybody and welcome to episode two of death rail i am your balladia or your gm uh wes otis i have some wonderful players this time let's start with puja hello i am puja i'm playing chetna shinde a gunslinger who did not expect to be facing down demons on this job hey i'm michelle otis and i am playing mary o'shaughnessy who also did not expect to be facing down demons or anything like this. All she wanted was some gold. That's all she wanted. And, uh, you know. And to stick it to Custer. Yeah. And to stick it to Custer. Hi, y'all. Jay Holtham here playing Cooper Gale, the gadgeteer. And I don't know about anyone else, but I found some neat new toys. So that's really what I'm focused on in this, in this particular moment. Hello, I'm Saint and I'm playing Marisol. Coyopotl. And uh, well, they're focused on other things, it seems, but I'm focused on the monstrous creatures that I'm trying to annihilate. <laughs> Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now on with the show. Well, and that's a good place to start our recap. You found out that there was a train coming up through Mexico, through parts of Texas on its way to the Colorado Territory. You've also found out that it was being backed by none other than General Custer himself, uh, who had been sent to Mexico to train with their army and also to kind of get him out of the U.S. so that he didn't cause any problems for the sitting government that is there right now. You made a plan to blow up a small gully, this like little ditch that was maybe three or four feet deep to basically derail the train. You had heard that there were children on board, though. That worried you a bit. You found out some more information. There were like several adults in the first two cars. And then in the third car, there was a children's car. And then the last two cars were where they were loading up a bunch of cargo. You were told that it was a lot of gold that Custer wanted to send up to America because he has his eye on the presidency and wants to start greasing some palms. The explosion went off perfectly. Cooper did a great job. Thank you, thank you. The train slammed into the dirt, sending the back two guards who were basically lookout uh, flying into the air and crashing and when you went to check on them one of them had half its face missing and it was a clockwork person it 
clicked back on and tried to grab a gun. You disarmed it, and basically Marisol shot it in the head, and the other one had broken clean in half, so it was completely broken. Cooper grabbed its head, and when you all started to get together, you heard the sound of a hatch being blown towards the front of the train. You all hid really fast, and in the moonlight, you saw that the children were actually gray-skinned creatures with large black almond eyes and wearing strange uniforms and talking a, a language you'd never heard before, along with several other humans who look like they've been, you know, in a train that's been derailed, beat up pretty bad. The sight of this was a little too much for our young drover and Marisol just started shooting, just lost her shit and started shooting as quickly as possible at a large group of people. And that's where I stopped the game. So let's pick up. Because you're evil. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. I feel, I feel like we can't let that pass without, yeah. without <laughs> emphasizing it. exactly how evil you are. Well, I, 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 I try. I really try to, to bring as much entertainment as possible. So all of these guns start going off and, you know, uh, the pitch of battle is obviously chaotic. But Cooper, you notice a couple of things. Number one, the guns that the small creatures are firing seem to be firing burst of light. Mm. Don't know what that's all about. The others are just your straight up guns. Marisol, I'd like you to make a dodge roll for me once you come to your senses and realize oh shit I need to get behind something so you try to dive behind your boulder that you were hiding behind okay so first my tens and we got a 68 what's happening who does first aid <laughs> oh I've got a little <laughs> you get clipped you take three points of damage is it like a burn? No, it's a bullet. You get winged by a bullet. It goes through the fleshy part of your thigh. Ah, ouch. And you get behind the boulder and you hear just a bunch of bullets zinging off the boulder. They seem to all be focused on the area that Marisol's in. So she's created a distraction, I guess. And we're gonna stick with the initiative that we had last time. And since this is a brand new game, it means that we're going to start at the top with Marisol. You get to go first. What do you want to do? You've been hit, uh, taken three points of damage. Right, and it's in the thigh, but missed, I'm assuming, my femoral. Yeah, no, artery. we're not okay. getting that deep into it. You're cool. If it, if it was like 12 points of damage, then we'd talk about gushing blood. But right now, it's just a flesh wound. Ugh, okay. So uh, I got to take... Uh, since I'm bleeding out, or did the bullet stay in? You're not no. bleeding out. You're oh. cool. You've got you. It's only three points, so you're not. It's it's painful, but you're still completely within range of being able to do all the things you need to do. So if you look at your vitality track, you um, if you had lost four, then you would be at a negative five percent. But right now, you're still okay. Okay. Then quickly and breezily as possible. <laughs> Tie a little rag or something that I have on me around them just to take care of that wound being exposed. And then 
I'm gonna check my surroundings. Is there anywhere that I could roll to? <laughs> or anything like that or is this just like do you want to try to get away from this boulder and try to sneak away from your location because it is night there is moonlight but it's still dark out so right I'm, I was thinking like yeah if I can just like they're firing at a rock so if you know they're not looking at the ground ground or something I can roll right. away or something yeah absolutely that's a roll isn't it Let, yeah, yeah that's a roll <laughs> I think it'd be stealth. You guys have put your horses, you know, kind of on the ridge away from where you're at. Mm -hmm. Probably closer to where you, closer to where you had the carts waiting, you know, for the children that you were going to save. Or the gold. Or the gold. And the gold. So your horses and stuff are kind of away from where you're at right now. So go ahead and make a stealth roll for me. All right, here we go. This is going to be your one action and then we'll come back. Right, got it. All right. 18. We'll get back to you when we get back to the top of the round. Okay, so Cooper, you're behind a rock. They're focusing, you know, on where Marisol was. What do you want to do? And I'm they're shoot I'm I'm in the same direction as Marisol, right? So they're shooting in my direction. What I was thinking was it, it's kind of like a fan situation, uh, like a half circle. They're shooting towards the, let's say, towards the right of where you're at. Uh, You're probably five to ten feet away from where her boulder is, because there's all these little outcroppings. Got it. The guy that got torn in half, what kind of gun did he have? A rifle, and then he did have a very odd-looking pistol. Hmm. Well, I'm going to grab the pistol and shoot at the nearest person. Okay. There's a dial on it. Uh, The dial has a green, yellow, and red. And it's set on yellow right now. I'll turn it to red and see what happens. Okay, so go ahead and give me a short arms roll. That is an 80. Oh! Over my 45. Yikes. Okay, so you shoot, and it takes you by surprise. It doesn't have really a recoil, but there's this flash... And it clearly hits another rock formation, and part of the rock formation just dissolves. Oh. After glowing brightly for just a moment. And the gun is very hot to the touch right now. Oh, my. We're going to make a luck roll. I want you to... It's a 50-50 roll. Mm Mm-hmm. So roll. We're going to see if anyone noticed this blast of light behind your boulder. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to guess that they did, because I rolled a 93. Oh, oh, new dice, new dice. <laughs> so now they've kind of fanned out a little bit. You were behind the boulder. You turned around and you fired. So you're undercover. Uh, they can still fire at you, but you get a bonus because you're behind a big rock. And you hear ricochets off it as they are still kind of fanning out. Chetna, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and I see what's happening there with Cooper and that weird pistol, but I also see that it seems real suspect. Yeah. And to use the weapons of the demon is to allow some people (laughs) into your soul. It really seems to you like, yeah, it's very off-putting. So I'm going to use my trusty rifle. Okay. And... 
I am going to aim for the demon that spoke English. Okay, sounds good. Give me a long arms roll and let me know what you get. Oh, yeah. 13 under my 75. Nice. Now give me damage. Let me know. I did nine points of damage. Okay, wow. So, Chetna, you fire your rifle and you strike the English speaker, as you called him, in the head. It basically blows off the top of his head and a bunch of green blood splatters everywhere. This causes the rest of them to panic a bit. They're not sure how many of you there are. It's dark. You're in several different locations. And so they start taking cover themselves. All right, Mary, you're next. Yeah, I'll go with my Colt. No, I got this. Well, it's a 66. It's just doubles. It's doubles, but if it's over your amount, it's a fail. All right, so you shoot. Nothing really happens. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to do one roll for the... Aliens against uh, you, Michelle, real quick, like I did with the others. You're behind cover, so there's a bonus to that. Okay, they miss you. So let's talk about grit real quick, because it's important and I just remembered it. All of you have grit under your secondary skills. You can spend grit. You can add 10% to a skill roll. You can add 20% to someone else's skill roll. Uh, So you can spend grit for other people. You can gain a plus five to your initiative. You can activate a straight flush, which is what's called flipping the dice. Basically, if you roll an 80, you can make it an eight if you spend a grit. And that's an important one. I don't want to get too far into combat here without you guys knowing this. You're basically pinned down. They don't know how many people are there. Your horses are a little ways off. They're not too bad. Marisol was able to get away from her boulder, so she's no longer there. She was able to make her stealth. I Like I said, there's, there's quite a few of them, so... I know Cooper brought the explosives for the track. Mm-hmm. Please tell me you brought extra. Always. You, you want me to throw some dynamite? Yes. It's all pantomime. It's all lighting stick. Throw. <laughs> It is. I'm like, I'm going to point to where we blew up the the track. I'm closest to you. You, you got over the, I, you can communicate yeah. that. Also, if we're a team that's done this before, I feel like we'd have some kind of hand signal situation. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Exactly. So, you know, um, I will light a stick of dynamite and toss it in their general direction. All right. Cool. I believe there's a throw skill. Not sure. Yeah, it's under physique. I have nothing in any of those boxes. So what is what do I have to get under here? Do I have to get under a 15? You have to get under a 15 now. That being said, yes, you have to get under a 15. But even if you fail it, it in, unless you like get an 11, mm-hmm. you know, or a hundred, you're not gonna like hit somebody else or whatever. It just means that it doesn't land very close to them, or you know. You can use grit, too. You can add 10% or someone else can spend one of their grit to give you 20. I can spend one for 10. I can't burn a grit to make it an automatic success, though, right? That would be spending a jack. Right. And I don't think I have any of those yet. All right. Well, then, I guess, yeah, I'll... Well, none of that is going to be very helpful because that's a 96. 
What the heck? We're back to Jay's percentile dice situation. (laughs) We're back to this. Yep. Well, listen, I have other options. There are plenty of other options going on here, so, you know, those dice are dead, but this is, there'll be better things to come. (laughs) So, you throw it like someone who has spent all their time in a library and not playing baseball. Mm Mm-hmm. You throw it, and it kind of goes to the left and lands relatively far away. The explosion is enough, though, that it causes everything to stop. They stop firing for a moment as they realize that this huge explosion has happened. Make a luck roll for me, Jay. Okay, let me pick some other dice for that. Ooh, wait. A 10 and zero, is that a hundred? That's that's no, 10. that's a 10. That's a 10. Whew. Huzzah. Excellent. So the explosion freaks out the humans and some of the aliens to the point that they start to just run in different directions, freaking them out because they think that there is some kind of military force against them. They basically run into the desert. So we're going to say there's about five aliens left and they start to back up towards the wreckage. We're back at the top with Marisol. Okay. Can my compatriots see me from where I am? Because I know I've been doing some ducking and dodging. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I might be optimistic, but I think maybe we can perhaps take them maybe secure or shoot at them. I want to indicate the group that seems to be huddled and afraid because I feel like we should do something with them. So I'm going to pantomime that. Signaling is is like a free action, so you can attack if you want. Okay. Do I have both my guns with me still? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So let me try short arms. I'm going to shoot my Colt Lightning. I'll shoot the closest one to me. Okay. Not, not trying to make a trick shot. All right. Well, that's 71, so. You can use a grit and reverse it to a 17. Yeah, I think, let's do it. I've failed you all too many times this <laughs> night. Uh, so just mark off a grit. Right, all right, so now we'll have three left. And then give me your damage. How much damage do you do? All right, that is a three. All right. So you hit one of them, and that definitely makes them want to move back quicker. So that brings us to Cooper. What do you want to do? I mean, I would like to try this fancy light pistol here once again. Okay. I will turn it down to yellow, because the red setting seemed like a lot. And I will point it at the nearest weirdo that I'm looking at here and take a little shot. Do you want to spend grit to give yourself an extra 10% to your roll? Or do you want to save it and... You know what? I am going to spend the one grit. So I'll take it to three. Okay. For the extra 10%. Or flipping it. We'll see how we'll see how the, the roll turns out. Okay. So that's 35. Okay, cool. So you fire off this gun, and it hits one of them. So you have it on yellow, correct? On yellow. I turned it down this time. Do a D10. Yeah, that's a one. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So you fire and you hit one of them like on the side. They kind of shrug it off. And one of them's going to 
because they've got a, they're a little bit faster than the last two of you. So I'm going to let them fire as they're retreating. Chetna, one's going to fire towards you and misses. And then another one's going to fire towards Cooper because, you know, they see the light flash. Mm-hmm. That would be a odd one. Wow. So he fires off his light pistol and it with a critical hit because I rolled a zero one. Oh, good. Right. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad for, me. for you. So you take six points. Yikes. Yeah, there's a big old burn on the side of you um, where this light gun has hit. Ow. <laughs> and they're backing up very quickly. Chetna, it's your turn. What do you want to do? I am going to be your huckleberry. And <laughs> I'm going to draw, aim, fire, and reholster my... 45 Peacemaker as a free action. Go for it. And that's a 54 under my 75. Smack! You hit one. And that's a 7. Wow. So yeah, you hit this demon and you hit him like square in the chest and it falls to the ground and it is dead. I would like to fire my rifle one more time. You know, Get him, Ma. I practiced one thing <laughs> since I was youngin, and that's a straight forty on the dice. Under once again a seventy-five. Awesome, nice. no problem. All right, well, you're the gunfighter, so this this <laughs> is this is your uh, your rodeo, as they would say. Go ahead and do damage. Thirteen damage on the dice. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, you clock another one with the rifle, and it's even more disgusting than the first one. You're hitting a small alien, and they explode into green mist. I am not going to let a single demon loose near my home. <laughs> Two of them are down. And the other three are scrambling now because they're like, oh, my God, as they're trying to get away from you all. Let's see. Mary, (laughs) what do you want to do? I am going to give Cooper some first aid. Thank you. Okay. So one of us did have it. That's good. (laughs) Uh, 41 under my 55. Okay, cool. So the way this works with uh, first aid is you get the patient's gumption rating back in points once per conflict. So I think, Jay, you have four gumption points, so that means you get four points back. Oh, good. That's great. I mean, I'm still whooped. No, actually, no, I'm less than whooped. Yeah. That's great. Poof. All right, we're back up at the top with Marisol. Let's let's try to like disable one without killing it. So maybe we can interview it. Okay, that's my my train of thought. So <laughs> I know there's a one spoke English. So I'm like, let's trust one up. <laughs> the one that spoke English had its head blown off. Just yes. to remind you, right? One that we know spoke English. Right. right. I, I'm hoping it wasn't the only one, though. I it is very possible. Roll the damn die. Oh my god, I need to do less flourish. That was a 28 under my 61. So are you trying to pull back on the amount of damage you do to this particular one, or are you trying to kill it? I'm like specifically trying to shoot it in the leg so it can't go in. 
All right, well, you hit it, so, and I'm gonna say that you have narrative control, so you hit it in the leg. Well, how much damage do you do? Okay, I rolled a five. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> you blow its leg off. Ah! And it's bleeding badly. They seem to absorb bullets very poorly. So it's laying there. <laughs> uh, let's go to Cooper real quick. Okay, well, I'm back up on my feet. Thank you, Mary, for that help. And I guess I'm still going to try with this fancy pistol here to shoot again on the yellow setting. All right. I'm still going to keep it on yellow because I, 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 I didn't kill a guy with it. No, I, no, he didn't even feel it. So, yeah, no, I'm going to keep it on the yellow. You, yeah, you shot him and it didn't seem to do anything. Yeah, so I'm going to keep it on yellow and I'm just going to shoot him again. All right. And I will probably try to spend one more grit. Well, actually, no, I won't. Let's let's see how the dice rolls. 30. That's great. 30. Okay. Hooray. So go ahead and do damage for me. Well, this is much better. That's an eight on the damage for that. So you hit it and uh, this alien, it doesn't just dematerialize mm -hmm. like hitting the rock. Instead, this time, it's like a really instantaneous radiation burn where its skin kind of melts down into Ooh. different crevices and it, it's kind of like melted rock really quick. And then it falls over into a steaming pile of goo. So it's not as uh, powerful as disintegration. It's more of a insta melt kind of thing. Okay, we're going to try green so much time. better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, it worked, though. So now there's only yeah. there's only one left, and it is not trying to attack you at all. It's going to try to get into the caboose because one of his friends just got its legs blown off, and the other one was burned to death. So it's not looking to stick around. Yeah. I'm going to say then that we're going to go to Chetna. Chetna, go ahead and give me a, a roll. Are you going to shoot? Uh, what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to shoot the demon. I'm not okay with these <laughs> creatures from beyond my ken in any way, shape, or form. And it tried to kill my friend. And I rolled a 66 on my 75. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you're pretty much going to hit most times. Yeah, that's dead. Ten. <laughs> oh! Oh my Yikes. god. So, it dies, obviously. <laughs> explodes. And uh, suddenly it's you realize that it's quiet again. Your ears are still ringing a little bit from all the gunshots and everything like that. You don't see anyone around you, and you have this big hulking, sleek black train that has derailed in front of you and there's an alien whimpering looking down at its missing leg mm -hmm. what do you all want to do we're out of combat at this point i mean we want to go talk to the alien with the missing leg yeah to see if maybe we can communicate otherwise we'll put it out of its misery i am gonna sling my rifle over my shoulder and keep my peacemaker handy and i'm not going anywhere near the demon I'll keep an eye on the hatch to make sure nobody else comes out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, who's uh, doing the interrogating, then? Who's going to get close enough to this alien? I'll do it. 
<laughs> okay. Let's see. You are definitely the talky one. Those are all my skills. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I may not be a fighter, but I sure am a talker. Let's see. Mary, you keep your rosary handy. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna try and convince it to talk to us because I'm not an intimidating sort, but I am very convincing. So you've got a 50% on your convince. Give me a roll. Okay. Uh, 21. Spin us a tale. Tell us what you're going to say to this thing as it's trying to crawl its way back into the caboose of the train. Well, darling, looks like you're in a bit of a pickle. Now, you could cooperate with us, and things will go a lot easier for you. I might even tie a tourniquet on that leg for you. But I need information, and you're the only one who can give it to me. A pickle? It says in a garbled voice. I don't understand that reference. It's an expression. It means you're in a lot of trouble. What? What do you want? Well, let's start with who are you, and what are you? Well... I figure you have maybe five minutes before I get any backup. So, obviously, I'm not from around here, but uh, we sometimes do business with your uh, your government or whatever government we're particularly interested in, to be honest. Who is we? My people. You notice that he doesn't have a lot of time left. You can tell that he's starting to fade. Do you want to do first aid? Yeah, let me do first aid on him. Okay. Shoot the demon. The little bugger. No, I did not make my first aid roll. Okay, so you reach down and you start to try to do a tourniquet. And it... Well, let me make a roll for it to see if it can pull this off. Shit. I rolled an 01 on my last roll. This roll... I rolled a hundred, a zero, zero. (laughs) So yeah, this alien reaches down and tries to grab your hair. He was going to pull out his gun and shoot you in the head, but everything goes wrong. He's lost so much blood. It just doesn't happen. And when you tie off the tourniquet, it causes a lot more pain than it does help. It passes away pretty quickly because it, it loses even more blood Uh, from the movement and everything else. If I had made it, it would have been able to try to shoot you as a dying move, but I rolled a hundred and it just died. Well, isn't that a pity? This is why we don't truck with demons. I know it seems dead, but should we make sure? I'm looking at Chetna. (laughs) If she wants to shoot it in the head or stab it. Chetna, you want to put any more bullets in this thing? Bullets ain't cheap. There ain't actually any gold on this train. So I'm going to take a rock and I'm going to bash its head in. Okay. I thought about stomping on it with my boots, but I just bought these. Well, I'd like to see what's on this train. Are any of these guys intact? Do we have any evidence of what we've just been through? They're more, they're in pieces. So you could put a full one together. Yeah, I'm going to signal those guys that we have with the carts to get their asses down here. Because we have a number of things to load onto those carts now. Well, and he said we've got about five minutes before backup arrives, whether he was bluffing or not. Yeah, let's just get moving. Here, here. All right, the wagons come down, and you guys enter into the train. And inside is 
not anything that is like you've seen before. There are large metal containers that have been knocked over. There is some gold that has fallen on the floor. There are also lots of weapons, but they look like regular rifles, but they have been modified to have some sort of apparatus in them, kind of like the pistols, but they are made to look like regular guns. Oh man, we are grabbing all of this stuff. So you create a fire brigade kind of line and start passing items from one person to another and loading them onto the wagons. Is anyone going to be on watch outside of the train? Oh, hell yeah. And while Chetna is on watch, I am rigging explosives to the rest of the train so that we can scuttle it when we leave. That's great. Chetna, where do you want to be at during this watch? Did they all run like in kind of a... All chaotic, just all willy-nilly. Okay. Then I'm going to take up a position on the top of the caboose, but like hunker down. So I'm not quite, I don't paint a massive target in the night sky. And that's where I'll keep watch from. (laughs) Voice went real high pitched there as I get real scared. I'm so scared. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're frantically working to get these wagons filled and you're almost there. Just real quick, are you taking just gold or are you also taking the weapons? Take the weapons. Yeah, we should take the weapons we can actually lift. Take take everything we can from the caboose. I'm just going to blow up the rest of the car that we don't have time to look for. Yeah, weapons, gold, whatever we can grab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we make a scan to see if everyone has actually left the train since there were so many people originally on it? Or do we know everybody left? You don't know if everybody's left. You only have been in the back two compartments, which actually are where all the cargo is. Nobody's gone into the other parts, and I figured that Cooper was doing the outside of the train to scuttle it. Yes, I am doing the outside of the train, though I I guess I will try to glance into the window without being seen. There does seem to be in the first car next to the engine car, there does seem to be some movement inside and a lot of really pretty electronics that have some shiny buttons on them Mm. that uh, seem to be uh, being pushed by little gray men. Ooh, I like a shiny button. Mm -mm. Little gray people. We need... mm -mm -mm -mm. I like shiny buttons. Mm -hmm. Shiny candy-like button. (laughs) (laughs) By tiny demons that already almost killed you today. I I listen, and that, you know, I'm going to avoid it this time. As long as we've got the mechanical men, the alien bodies, the gold and the fancy rifles, I feel like that's a pretty good haul. Are there any papers of any kind? Any, like, letters or maps? Not anything in the cargo bay. You'd have to go deeper in if you wanted to get that kind of stuff. Nothing to say, but, like, this is Custer, and I really, you know, this is all my stuff, and I'm evil. Uh, Nothing like that. We need to get, we need to hurry. All right. So you've put dynamite all around the train, Cooper, and the wagons are completely full. Right then, you see a bright light coming from way up high in the sky. A saucer-like ship is descending upon where you are at. And at this point, we have got to get in now. If it's not already loaded up, it's gone. Let's go. On my horse, because those wagons are not going to be very fast. 
Cooper, I believe you're the only one jumping on one of the wagons, correct? I'm jumping on the wagon. As I'm going, of course, I am lighting the explosives I've just rigged. Deliberately, I pocket one of the, like, laser pistols. No problem. That's that's easy enough. So you guys start to go, and the ship is coming down very, very steeply into the area, and you see that some of those aliens that were inside have started to come out. All right, Cooper, this is the big moment. Give me an explosives roll. Yes, it is a nine. Wow. That's nice. There's this huge explosion. You have a lot of jacks at this point. And if I forgot other people's jacks, I'm sorry. That's good to know that I've got a bunch of jacks. So the train explodes completely. The sending shrapnel all over the place, causing a huge explosion of green fire that lights up into the sky. And you're riding as hard as you can with the gold and all the stuff. And the flying saucer starts to circle the area. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna roll a luck roll because there was a huge explosion and they might not, they might not have seen if you got away or not. You ride and there's a couple of times where they get kind of close to where you're at but it's a big desert out there, and you get away. Oh, boy. With all Ooh. of the stuff. Nice. You start making your way back to Grantsville. I feel like this is a pretty good place to stop. <laughs> we have a story to tell. Yeah. Yes. Well, we and are stuff. Set yeah, up for some stuff time. Stuff to poke around in. And we also blew up a bunch of aliens. I want to do more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that brings up a good point. I mean, this was a one shot, but that doesn't mean we can't come back and do another one shot with these characters in the future. Now that we've played it and kind of have a feel for it, you know, it's one of those things that you play it a few times and get used to it a little bit. And then, you know, it's it's a little bit easier. Did you all have fun? Yes. That was a blast. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was great. Also awful, but you know, it's cool. I used up all my good rolls on this game, though, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the next one shot, I'm definitely dead. Yep, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So where are all our wonderful players? This time we will start with Jay. Hey, y'all. Jay Holtham here. You can find me on your internet machines and all the places that you do social things uh, at Jay Holtham in those particular places. You can also find me sometimes playing games with Happy Jack's RPG and on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel. Hello, I am Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at LADACYGIRL. That's L-A-D-E-S-I girl. And pretty much all the other socials is Forgotten Saves. If you want to hear me play more RPGs and definitely not be nearly as competent as I was today, (laughs) you can also find me on Happy Jacks and It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel. Hey, I'm Michelle and you can find me on Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects uh, through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG, or you can subscribe to the whole catalog through BattleBards. Hey, this is Saint or Saint Spider, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Saint Spider TV. So that's 
S-A-I-N-T-S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. Thanks. And I am Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. For the podcast, you can find us at 12 Side Stories. That's number 12 and then Side Stories, as well as on Instagram or on our website, which is just 12 Sided Stories, all spelled out one word. Dot com. If you want to help out the podcast, you can join us on Coffee or on Patreon as members, or you can give us a shout out, or you could give us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we start up with Otherworld Seattle Season 2. Uh, so we hope you uh, join us for that. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in a week. Bye. 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 Bye.